Well, New Zealand, you've only gone and done it again. Why does no one take us seriously on this show? We told you yesterday that the game was already over. Cameron Green said, you know what? I think New Zealand just a little bit in front. Did you, Cameron? Did you? No, you didn't. You also don't sound like that. But if you did, there'd be a few questions asked. What an amazing day for New Zealand. Too. Let's be right about this. Have a good team. And have always had, well, not always, but have, you know, there have been some very good teams over the course of the years for New Zealand. And then every time they play against Australia, they turn up and give us this shit. But I gotta tell you, you gotta enjoy the laughs. You gotta enjoy the laughs throughout the entirety of it, you know. Josh Hazelwood and Cameron Green bat for an hour. Williamson runs himself out for the first time in 12 years in Test cricket. Ravindra Jadeja. <laughs> Is someone that plays for India, but this guy plays for New Zealand's got a similar name to him. He hits a half volley to point. And then it's just a, it's a, it's a, it's a, what is it? It's just, I've just had a great day, Pezza. I've just had, a, I've had another great day watching New Zealanders for some reason fuck it up against Australia yet again. Um, but it's good news for the boys who enjoy their golf because there are some wonderful golf courses in New Zealand, especially on the South Island where the next test match is there in Christchurch. So let's preview the second test here, mate. Um, do you think Australia can go 2 nil up? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dog. Um, like, uh, uh, we, we've actually been spending the day, um, like, interrogating a lot of the stereotypes sitting underneath the relationship between Australia and New Zealand. I, I like New Zealand. I, I like it. Yeah. I am Don Draper with it in cricket terms, but I like it and I respect it. Good players. Good players through history. Uh, but I do feel instinctively like a cat, a newborn pussy who just chases a bird and doesn't know why. Instinctively, I am casual and indifferent to New Zealand. Mm. I don't know where it comes from. I, I, I am ashamed of it. But after days like today, New Zealand themselves gave rise to that feeling. That is why. Mm. It's why we don't play against them. Okay, some New Zealanders might be saying, what about the end of the day's play? You know, we got mm. you boys under the cosh. That's true. Okay, but this is our show. <clears throat> so, yeah, man, I... I Today was today was why today was why Australians struggle to care because it was some serious skeleton stuff that we were seeing. It, it was serious, like you know, it was the little brother stuff that they tell us about, mm. aptly narrated by Brendan Julian, who mm. perfectly encapsulates our casual indifference to our Anzac brethren. You know, like like he should be the lead commentator on every fixture between Australia and New Zealand because nobody captures the feeling from our side better than him. Asking Cameron Green uh, to bring out another bat so he can knock a few more in. <laughs> that's basically what he did. Now, that's all arrogant. I appreciate that. Uh, what I would say is, you know, Cameron Green, 174 red. I would also say... Mm. Uh, and we will talk about Smith Optics in many different forms towards the end of the show. Yes, but, we will. Um, yes. Look, it it's appropriate, I think, that we discover that Smith's eyes are increasingly painted on and Green goes daddy at number four. Sunrise, sunset, cats in the cradle, silver spoon, Oedipus, father-son stuff, Australia's regenerating. Australia's commenced the day 
279 for nine. And then they were eventually bowled out a week and a half later for 383. Hazelwood uh, manfully made 22 of 62 deliveries. Josh Hazelwood batted 10 and a bit overs uh, on a, on what, what on what on what one would describe as a tricky wicket. If I could talk, which I cannot. Cameron Green 174 red. Uh, the bowling figures mm. there. Um, Matt Henry finishes five for 70. Well done to Matt Henry, who was very good. To be fair to him. Um, and then we get into the second innings of the game, and it was just chaos from the uh, from the from the get go from the beginning. Um, wickets fell at 12, 12, 12, 29, 29 when Will Young was dismissed, strangled down the leg side from Mitch Marsh. It was five for twenty nine. Then there was a partnership for a bit, and then wickets fell at one thirteen, one thirteen, then one sixty one, one sixty two, and then Matt Henry was the last man out for one hundred and seventy nine. Matt Henry, by the way, did make forty two, which was great fun. Glenn Phillips was sensational. To be fair to him, try to change momentum. It was two far gone at that point, but he made 71 of 70 balls. Um, Williamson and Ratchin, when they were out, we knew the game was over. We knew we were going to get a weekend off. That was fun for the people that have to work on weekends. Not so good for the people that have been working for the weekends to watch some bloody good test cricket. It's a shame for them. The bowling figures, Stark won for, Hazelwood two for, Cummins won, Mitch Marsh won, and Lyon back in the polls after what's been a little bit of a lean summer, I suppose, maybe even since he tore his calf at Lords there during the Ashes. Four for 43 for him. And then into the third innings, Pezza. Steve Smith out, third ball of the innings, bowled by Tim Southie, chopping on, wafting outside the off stump. And then Marnus was strangled down the leg side from Southie, who's now got two for the match. Uh, Nathan Lyon came in as night watchman batting at four and was dropped off the last ball by Tim Southie, who's having a very confusing game, I would say. Australia, they lead by 217 runs, eight wickets in hand. It's only been two days of cricket, but those are all the things that have happened. But let's start with the beginning of today, Pezza, and what fun that was. Numbers falling in front of our eyes. Heroes. Heroes at number 10, the fourth or fifth highest 10th wicket stand for Australia ever. And that's funny. Yeah, that's what that's what it was. Like it went from a frustrating partnership to just a partnership. Uh, like, it, yep. you know, Cameron Green was finessing the strike and clubbing in equal measure. And doesn't he club it? Like he, he's, he's a real clubber of the, uh, of the cricket ball, knocking in a few bats along the way. And Hoff is looking mm. like BC Lara. After a while, and commensurately, the Kiwis looked like twos bowlers uh, on yep. what remained a pretty tricky deck. Uh, don't know what else to say other than it, it's just very safe when the 10th wicket partnership bats almost the entire session, or what would be an entire session if it wasn't extended for half an hour due to nine wickets being down. Uh, mm. You know, and, and look, I suppose from a numbers falling in front of face perspective, 174 red doesn't miss. Uh, mm. You know, we're getting greedy towards the end going, is a double on? Like it w- was was a double on for Cameron Green that meant every time he came to the crease, it would say higher score or HS with a two in front of it. And like, he's got the mm. daddy that he needs in his life. But as it stands, I'm going to take a daddy hundred red uh, at number four, particularly when a couple of guys in the rest of the top order have their eyes painted on as previously mentioned. Pezza, I think uh, I'm not sure about you, but I think that the term, the like the definition of daddy hundred has evolved over time as bats have got bigger, boundaries have gotten smaller, wickets typically have got a bit flatter. And that I thought like 130 or 140 used to be a daddy. Like if, if you made 135, yeah. it's like, well, he went daddy today. Now that's like, look, you've probably missed out on a 500 today. Um, 
But when he's, I think 170 now is the benchmark of a daddy. You make 160, I'm like, yeah, he, he played well, but 170 is daddy. I think I think it's daddy. I think it's I think I'm cradling in the arms and resting my head against the bosom of my dad at 170. I think that's yeah, right. The nation is the, the 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 entire nation. What are we at? 26 million, I'd say. At the at this point, a uh, a being cradled, skin to skin contact, cam green, neck ta- yeah. neck tattoo, shaved head, skin to skin. We're just born and we're suckling at the teat uh, of 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 dad. Um, it's a it's a wrong teat to suck, but that's what we're doing uh, out of out of habit. We're just looking for food. We're hungry, you know. Cost of living, etc. Et yeah, yeah, um, yeah, cricket, etc. Hey, speaking of that, by the way, if you do want to catch Gideon mm. and Pete, yeah. Gideon Haig and Pete Lawler are writing about Cameron Green and Basball and uh, everything else happening in cricket, and you don't want to pay Rupert Murdoch, you don't have to anymore. Just go to cricketetal.substack.com, proudly presented by a couple of us all together, including TGC. Um, Pete's got a great piece, and he also wrote an article today about Cameron Green. Uh, uh, the greening of New Zealand. So yeah, it was it made it, it was fantastic. It was fantastic that skin to skin contact with Dad today. I agree on the Daddy yeah. stuff as well. He goes sorry just just to labour this point even That's further, right. um, and in a gross way. Uh, I, I agree with you about the number that you need to become uh, like a, a Daddy hundred maker or owner. And I think if you actually go higher into one eighty one ninety, of course that's a Daddy hundred. But that's when you're into the areas of like missed out on a double. You know, it's yeah, no, it's no longer it's no longer a daddy. But Disappointment I, stuff. I, yeah. I appreciate what you say about the past as well. One thirty, one forty. Like it, basically, what you're saying is, it's a someone becomes a father of a hundred when they keep doing something of value after their hundred is made. Like it's not a case of I yep. got my hundred now I'm getting out because I have my milestone. Just a couple of things I needed to get off my chest and out of my head there. <laughs> it's a weird one, Peasant, with Australia scoring 383 because we, we kept hearing the statistics that the um, the pass score in the first innings at the Basin um, was over 300, though most uh, more often than not, the team that wins the toss bowls first. So it was sort of confusing, but I just got the thing. I said this yesterday, maybe a little bit too aggressively, but I did say yesterday that wicket had 140 all out written all over it if New Zealand had turned up and bowled properly on it. Fucking bowl properly. Mm, now, properly, look, it's, like in, in test match standard, it, like if you made 170, I think you're still right in the game in on that deck. So to make 383 on it, because um, Cameron Green has just cemented his space uh, in the test side for at least... Um, at least another entire year, uh, probably longer, if it, or it wasn't already, um, you know, locked down because of because of, well, basically because of the size of it. Um, uh, it's it's it feels like they're way too far in front of the game. And so let's talk about New Zealand's innings. Which I mean, if you're a Kiwi, I would I would be guessing the last two series that New Zealand and Australia played against each other. The last time was in Australia was 2019-20. That summer out in Australia, Australia won that series three 0 but. Um, the year after that, New Zealand went on to win the World Test Championship. Point being, they had a very, very good team and they just have not done it against Australia. This side right now, I don't think it's as good as what that side was, um, but it's still a good team. And then you look at their first chance, their, their first crack at it against Australia at home, winning the toss, maybe getting slightly the more favourable conditions, maybe. It's still, it was still doing a fair bit. And then they put together that fucking car crash I would be like, okay, this is just never going to happen in my lifetime. That's that's what I'd be thinking if I was a Kiwi fan, um, which I'm not. For me, it was just a good afternoon. Uh, it was a good Friday afternoon. It was uh, it was four to six beers, uh, knocking off from work. I'm having a good time. I'm talking out the side of my mouth. I'm looking at scores, and I'm having a wonderful start to my weekend. You know, totally. Yeah, I mean, look, some some Australian people may feel the same way 
when it comes to rugby against New Zealand. Some might, um, yeah. but thankfully it's not the Aussie rules is the national sport of Australia, so um, doesn't really exist. <clears throat> and rugby union's dead. Um, I, I yeah, I, com- I completely agree with you. Like oh, first thing I want to say, just in Australia's um, just just like in Australia's um, favour, is that like I d- does any team in modern cricket go to work? the way that Australia's bowling quartet does, like literally clock in at nine o'clock and just start hitting areas, channels, change up in pace, change down, level emotions and just get results. Uh, Like Mm. I feel like New Zealand shat the bed as a result of just how much this quartet simply goes to work on an inconsistent It's an H&R block. Just H&R block. I'll go there for my tax return, job done. It'll come back to me. Like, you know, like, like, and and, and the results are there for all to see for the for the bed shit. It's like you know, it, it's a it's a chop on here, it's a run out there. I'm slapping one at point to to um you know slapping one to point here of a half volley. I'm tickling one yeah. down leg side. I'm basically telling you that you're in my head. You know, like it doesn't really matter how it comes about. Like and by the time and by the time um um Ratchin, uh chops that one to point that Nathan Lyon sort of takes on the burst like uh um. There's hyena laughing from Australia. Where the, 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 nation, the nation's laughing. It's like, oh, okay, New Zealand, New Zealand is, is is gone here. The New Zealand's looking at us and it's going, no, I don't like it. Cox out stuff. I don't like it. Little brother, um, you know, I, I, yeah. So anyway, um, and I suppose that's before we get to the Kane run out specifically uh, and sort of passing that Zapruder film style. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it, was, it was three for spit in no time, 29 for five uh, and we move on to Christchurch. <laughs> Pezza, I think in ter- you t- we're talking about reflexes here in the day's play and what you rely on as as a as a, a passport holder of one of these two countries, even though we're so with like the the kinship is so is so that like you know you don't ever need a fucking visa to enter another country. Yeah, you know, no. sure we're going to kick out a few a few more of the Kiwis out of here than that what what they would to us. But that aside, you can always rely in as a reflex when it when there might be something aloof, something is afoot here of maybe some skullduggery. The reflex from Kiwis is oh, Australians are being cunts again. I know it. I I don't know how, but I do know it. Mm. And so when Kay Williamson just has a classic hip and shoulder, up and under tackle from Will Young, his batting partner with Kane Williamson. He thinks, you know what? Australia's fucked me here. Australia have cheated. I know they have. I, and I'm going to I'm gonna linger here. I'm going to have a chat with the fourth umpire. I'm going to walk off the pitch very slowly. I'm going to ask around, am I, am, I, am I talking to Maria Rasmus, who might be eating a mouse at the same time? That's a think of that one. Um, and you're going to be, and you're be thinking, is Australia, have they done something fucked up again? Because they have been known to do that. But unfortunately, what just happened is is that he's taken a suicide single. Had he not run into his partner, it would have been very tight or the throw would have gone to the other end and Will Young's run out. It was a crazy moment. Um, but uh, that kind of just sums it up. That's just, that's just the entire relationship in my lifetime of 30-plus years of test cricket against our fairest brethren across the ditch that it's just a complete fuck-up when they play against us for whatever reason, you know? And, mate, new levels of fuck-ups too for mine because in Kane Williamson, New Zealand had that one player in the opposition that Australians probably would nod at and acknowledge and maybe know his first name, you know? Oh, yeah, I know that. Oh, that's, that's, yeah, Kane Williamson. I used to play some junior reps with him or something, you know? Like, (laughs) like, that was... uh, that is the relationship with Kane. It's like, no, 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 like, this guy can play. We sort of respect him and we might just... um, 
uh, like layoff and we've, we've done a bit of commercial work together and, and whatnot. And yeah. you, you believe to this, to this day that Kane Williamson in like by himself is above the New Zealand little brother syndrome with Australia. Mm. Uh, but today, unfortunately for Kane, I think proved otherwise because irrespective of what happens with Will Young and Stark being there, there was no run there at any point. If Stark does manage to do what a lot of soccer players plead to the ref about and disappear, if Stark mm. can disappear, Manus runs Kane Williamson out by a length. Mm. Uh, but then you have this little mix-up. Stark does nothing wrong. Uh, mm. they, they crash into each other and you think, wow, Kane, you, you suffer from this too. That's yeah. a shame. And then also the, the temerity... And I can like you know tell me if I'm wrong here, but to to turn around several times, sort of, I thought okay maybe he's actually just having a crack at Will Young, uh, that's fine. But like then he comes off the field and as picked up by uh, you know erstwhile journalist Barrett Sunderaysen, he's 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 still in his full kit, helmet, bat, talking to the fourth umpire in the dugout, looking at replays before he goes to the sheds. Now he I suppose he's entitled to do that, but. I tell you what, there's a word for this, and it's skeletons. That, that, that is <laughs> that is classic skeleton behaviour, mate. Yeah, you just took a terrible run. It is no one else's fault. Great Pack player, em. great player. A lot of respect. Great player, even better bloke, I'm sure. Yeah, skeletons. That's Skele- that's, that's skeletons. all we're saying. It's, it's, it's skeletons behaviour. Um, Nathan Lye was fantastic. Uh, sort of highlighted that New Zealand made a mistake before the um, match even started by not picking a spinner. Uh, it was fucking ragging. Lyon right in the game from the very first ball takes four for. He was tremendous. And then Mitch Mitch Marsh looked dangerous at the same time, buying faster than all four of the New Zealand um, seamers as well. So there's that as well. Um, just I always keep saying as well. Um, shall we talk about our dear sponsor of the day, Pezar? Yeah. And D for this entire series, Smith Optics Australia. SmithOpticsAustralia.com. Use the code FAST for 25% off your order. When you go to checkout, just punch in FAST and you're going to get 25% off your order. Now, the reason I bring it up at this juncture, people may have already seen this, but if you want to join our community, if you want to become a member of TGC, you can go to patreon.com forward slash great cricketer. And during the course of last week for hashtag Ask TGC Fridays, we discussed what we could do to fans to celebrate all of their sporting success and the teams that they like sometimes, all into one moment whilst getting onto television. And Muzz, our dear patron, has done that today. And he's, well, he's humiliated himself for the patrons and our enjoyments. He's going to get his subs paid because that was part of the promise on Ask TJC Fridays. But he's doubled it off by wearing Smith Optics Australia, which also it was when Quash's wearing today. So that's uh, another one in the bank. Uh, but... That's what happened, Pez. It was incredible. It's, one of the, it's a it highlight what, of my season. It is. It was one of the great moments of the decade, and it did start with Muzz's question to us on Patreon. It was a two-parter. Don't worry about the first part. The first part was something to do with the enhanced games and James Magnuson and um, guys yep. guys uh, taking bulk stimulants and what would happen. The Juicy. second part of it was he was going. To, he's saying he's going to Wellington. He says if I. Um, if I take an Australian cap to wear at some point, will the AFP intercept me Intercept me at the airport <laughs> on my comically large Australian flag? Do I write the name of my local footy club or is it my favourite <laughs> NRL team? And lastly, how many AFL Guernseys should I pack to wear? 
Uh, so we said we started to talk about just how how much nonsery you could get away with in New Zealand because they are far less um, uh, like hands on than Australia when it comes to their security. To their great credit, you know, they let adults be adults and they don't have four blokes pointing fucking machine guns at you uh, wherever you go. Yeah. And so we challenged Muzz to see if you get on TV uh, wearing a combination of an Aussie Rules Guernsey, um, an Australian and comically large Australian flag, his NRL team written on the flag, which I think he used what New Zealanders would call twink, as in liquid paper, to write it on, <laughs> and some Cricket Australian merchandise, which he not only did, he not only did, but he made it a Legionnaire's hat, the old flap hat, which are oh. deeply practical and also alarming. And so to yep. Muzz, we say congratulations. He topped it off by wearing Smith Optics, which I think was uh, – um, you know, like just just a wonderful addition. That was nothing that we asked yeah. him to do, and now we're integrating right. him into a commercial arrangement. Uh, well done. So use the code FAST to check out at smithopticsaustralia.com for 25% off your order. Um, so uh, New Zealand finished 205 runs behind Australia in their first innings. Um, I don't have the score right in front of me. What was it? They bowled it for 179 in the end, um, and then Australia had to face a what? One would describe as a tricky period of eight overs at the end of the day. Now, Steve Smith chopped on third ball. Marnus didn't last much longer, both out from Southie. Um, shall we talk about um, who's going to replace them in the next test match? Because they should never play again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Smith's one. Like, I, I, Smith's one was there to hit. <laughs> so I thought, like, Smith will be thinking he should have hit that for four. Uh, so I don't. I don't know if I didn't catch it too closely. I don't think it did anything particularly bad off the deck. Uh, that was uh, that's that that's one that he's just played a bad shot to, or he just he's just executed his shot poorly there. I don't mean to like diminish it. Is it part of a bigger uh, question about Smith? Maybe you know. I, I suppose if you want to zoom out to it, um, are we are we talking about a decline? Is that something Smith Smith you know wouldn't do in the past? Probably. I mean, I, I often think like. Um, I think when we look back at Smith's career, like long, long, long into the rearview mirror, um, we'll say that his decline started after the Ashes in 2019. Uh, like, yeah. uh, you know, which to that end was after a one-year layoff. So, uh, you know, he exploded with Bradman-esque runs after the Ashes and then was never the same. <laughs> uh, that, that's, mm. that's what I think. But his never the same is still pretty passable. Uh, and, yeah. And... You also never write off a champion, so I, uh, I'm not, I'm not yeah. doing that with Smith. I'm not, I'm not, not jumping on that bandwagon. No. Uh, and you, you should read Pete Lawler's piece in Cricket Etal today as well, uh, un, un, um, unshackled from the sports editors from the Australian, uh, talking about Steve Smith going to open the batting to help Cameron Green settle in at four as well. Cameron Green believing that um, for a couple of weeks that he would be the opener until Smith put his hand up to say do it. So, yeah. Um, and then for Marnus, uh, do you want to talk about Smith first? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just um, I like he he did score sixty opening the batting um against Shamar Joseph um uh, etc. Uh, just about a couple of weeks ago. So I don't mm. think it's all doom and gloom, but um. The decline is that I mean it's just a fun one because now Green scored this wonderful match, uh, man of the match performance. Whatever happens in the next in in the next um, innings in a bit, um, Green's gonna be man of the match for that innings, and um, that locks him in for four for a while, which is the right thing to do. But um, but I was just thinking about the players that Australia have had over time, given that Bradman and Ponting batted three in their careers for the most part, Border batted lower order, so did Michael Clark, Steve Waugh batted five. Um, Steve Smith is 
is the greatest number four that Australia has ever had. <laughs> He's the best number four we've ever had. I think there's a motivational issue there as well with him feeling like he needed to like um, reboot something, almost like a factory refresh, um, just to make him an iPhone now, um, to, to get it going again. He scored runs in the last game. It's going to be fine. But um, there's always going to be that thing of like, he's the best four we, we ever had in test cricket. So um, I just think the best years are behind him. But as to, to exactly to your point, whatever the next rung is for him is still at least in the top half batters in the world, if not more. So um, I think it's I think it's fine. Manus is a Manus is a is a is a different one because he gets out in a way that it just, it just looks like it's never going to score a run <laughs> at the moment. It it looks all at sea, doesn't it? Um, but I'm still backing him because he's still good. He's, he averaged sixty for like four years in Test cricket, so he hasn't lost it. But um, yeah. it's it's a decline. That's going to be drop the, off, uh, drop off anyway. Well, yeah, I just think he's deeply out of form. But I do think a lot of people, you know, he's he's the next discussion point now. Travis Head won't be on that rack because he just did some of the greatest things ever in cricket when his country really needed him for the last year or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think Marnus is in like, and I think a lot of cricketers have been here, not at the test level though, but like I think Marnus is in cricketing hell at the moment. Like there are no runs for him irrespective of what he does. And then compounding that, his, his, he had a technical issue. The confidence is gone now. There's very little um, proactivity and, uh, you know, precision and intent about his batting. He's sitting back. Uh, like we have all been there in one way or another playing cricket. Um, I think he's into like get away from the game territory. I'm talking like Mm. have another child, um, reboot his life, uh, take, take some mushrooms and find yourself kind of stuff. I think Manus will be back. I think he's uh, got class and he knows how to score runs at the top level, but it, it won't stop speculation about him, which is the standard that Australia holds for its number three. Num- number three just has to be scoring bulk runs at all costs and all times. Uh, that's that's what we ask for. Uh, you're right. Yesterday, I, he will receive some kind of reprieve in that Australia doesn't play Test cricket for ten months after the mm. after the next Test. So uh, he he has that time to get away and to uh, fix whatever he needs to fix or to or, or or do whatever he needs to do. And we'll see after that whether you know it's forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hashtag ask TGC Pezza from a Kiwi, I believe. Yeah, this came in from Michael. Um, just just said you blo- this, this was at the start of the day uh, after Australia made mm-hmm. 383. Um, you just said your blokes never watched a test at the basin before. Road day three. You should declare now. You're fucked. Kane is king. Good luck. Yeah, well, uh, you know what? I love, I love that energy. I love that aggression. I love the combativeness of it. Whilst also being, this is, there's sort of some airs and graces about that as well. So hmm. I, I sort of like that. I like that correspondence. Um, obviously, no, I've never watched a game at the basement. Why would yeah. I? Um, I don't even know who Kane Williamson is. I, I sort of appreciate what you're saying, Pezza, that I could be, you know, Bruce Wayne and you could be Alfred and we could like catch eyes with, um, with, uh, with Kane Williamson and just sort of give that, just that knowing nod, you know, just like, okay, yep, respect. I've seen you score some runs against Pakistan at home or Bangladesh at home, you know, when you guys play there. I'm not, I'm not, I don't know the names of your grounds. I don't actually know the names of your cities. Um, I couldn't name more than four players in your side. Um, I don't know what the population is. Don't know who your prime minister is. Uh, good footy team. All, all the best. Um, but this is, this, this test series is just none of your business. Uh, it's, it's none of your business. Um, just turn up. 
and be the Washington Generals and we'll turn up and to be an H&R block doing a tax return. We're just going to turn you over. We're just going to get it done. It's going to be back to you in four to six business days um, and you're going to go about living your life and so will I. So um, that's the exchange <laughs> between our Anzac so, brethren. Sorry, mate. You, you're the Washington Generals where H&R block. <laughs> There's some good mixed metaphors there. That's not even a mixed metaphor. That's just fucking dumb. Shove that into uh, chat GPT images. <laughs> <laughs> it's that, it's oh, that famous man. old matchup. Mate. The Washington Generals and yeah. HR Block. HR Block. Well, a couple of employees come out in the basketball court, or I don't know. Maybe in the office. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the Patreon. Looking forward to the Patreon chat today with ChatGPT images of that exchange. Uh, thanks as always for joining us here at TGC. I'm sorry about the arrogance, but that's what happens in these series. Uh, we'll see you guys at the end of the day's play tomorrow. Cheers.